Hello, this show contains mature content, viewer discretion advised. Hello, this is Keeping Up with the Pantheons. A mythological podcast where we piss off a bunch of deities, get set to hell so you don't have to. Alright, we're, we're going back to the the original way. <laughs> you know what, I was thinking about doing the dog of wisdom type thing and just making that noise until you're like, Tyler, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh-oh. You've never seen... Oh, my God. Okay. T- show me later. <laughs> yes, I'm in... Hapa. Yes. Hapa daka daka. Hapa. Okay. Moving on. Okay, this is episode 44. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I'm, I'm going to uh, pre-apologize to Tyler for today's episode. Very specifically. Uh, This episode was inspired by a conversation that Tyler and I walked in on at our job. We walk through the door and we hear somebody ask, it's like, well, is your mom a MILF? (laughs) And the co-worker in question was like, what the fuck? Why would you ask somebody that? That's a really screwed up question. Who fi- would find their mother hot? And I turned to Tyler and was like, she doesn't read much mythology. <laughs> Are we going to be talking about MILFs today? Uh, nope. Well, sort of. A MILF? We're, we're going to be talking about one singular MILF? We're, we're going to definitely be talking about incest today. Because it's Oedipus Rex. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to pre-apologize to you. Thanks, Alex. I really appreciate the yeah. apology. <laughs> uh, so, to coin an old term, Oedipus Rex, or an old joke, I should say, Oedipus Rex was indeed a motherfucker. <laughs> now, Fuck. I... <laughs> Now, I usually don't use the word cursed, but uh, to describe the the uh, the ruling house of Thebes, I, that this this is a useful term. Like they all have screwed up backstories. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people ask me what my OCs were like when I was twelve. <laughs> uh, that's. Yeah, from everything you've told me, yes, that's oh, okay, that's cool. fair. Sad, sad, dead children. <laughs> uh, you know, pissing off gods, getting turned into things. Yeah. Horrible events happening. So it's exactly like my OCs. Yes. So uh, now this particular story though starts when uh, King Laius and his wife Jocasta. Hear from the oracle that their son would one day murder Laius. So we're back to that. They went to go, you know, just ask about a general question about what does the future hold for me? And the oracle was like, you fucked. Grave danger. (laughs) Anyways, that'll be three copper pieces. (laughs) You would have been perfect for the job. (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So um, when jo- uh, when Jocasta gave birth to a son, they gave him to a serv- uh, servant to be left on a mountainside to die to avoid the prophecy. 
So we have one of those, we're just going to circumvent what the gods tell us stories. Guess we're never having children. <laughs> uh, the baby, though, was found by a shepherd and taken to Corinth, where he was adopted by the king there. Funny enough. I mean, usually these stories are, uh, the shepherd takes the baby in, but nah, he takes it straight to the king. Hey, I found this orphan, and the king's like, shit, hell yeah. <laughs> I love orphans. I love orphans. He puts him in the room full of orphans. <laughs> it's just his collection of orphans. <laughs> I have a hobby. <laughs> Some people collect stamps. Well, here's my collection. <laughs> God. Yeah, this kind of does sound like my OCs. <laughs> Specifically the one cane that was like, I'm going to punch Mother Guy in the face, and then when it didn't work, he's like, why does everything go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Oedipus grew older, he visited the Oracle at Delphi and found out he was destined to kill his father, marry his mother, and have children with her. Oedipus, loving his father and not knowing he had been adopted, decided to never see his father again and <gasps> just started wandering the world. He's, he's just gonna, he's like, deuces, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I really don't want to fuck my mom here. Maybe the Oracle has an Oedipus complex. Every single person who comes in, oh yeah, you're gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> it's just a constant string of projections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you want deep down inside you want to fuck your mom oh so the oracle was like a precursor to sigmund freud i was just about to say that <laughs> actually they were best friends sigmund freud walks up there and he's like how did you know <laughs> or we <laughs> i guess he was a guy i was i was gonna say it's like maybe he was just like the modern day oracle <laughs> I mean, that's a stray, except um, everyone else thought he was weird. Well, not at the time. No. His daughter definitely thought he was weird. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Daddy told me I have a, uh, have a uh, penis complex today. <laughs> I told Dad about my dream about a dog, and I guess now I'm gay. <laughs> uh, uh. That's great. Uh, Simon Freud. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh. Okay, so as Oedipus wandered from place to place, eventually he heard of a terrible monster called the Sphinx that played the lad a land of Thebes. Believing he had nothing to lose, he set off to face the monster. Now, as he was heading there, though, he actually ran into this guy who had a couple retainers with him. And the guy was being a huge asshole, and he got in a fight with him, and he actually killed this guy, who was being an asshole, and his servants, except for one who got who ran away. So, <clears throat> now, as, uh, and we'll get back to that later. So Oedipus goes and faces off with the monster, and uh, defeats her. Uh, by she had been uh going around and trapping people and telling them it's like hey answer my riddle or i'll kill you but if you can uh, guess correctly i'll kill myself 
Now, the Sphinx is this kind of half-lion, half-woman type creature. That, yeah. 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 I... And isn't it like a super easy riddle, or is it... Well, it, it is now. It's It's been answered, so... Yeah. Maybe it needs some new material for if oh, it was shoot. to appear in modern day. But, I mean, we would just be able to pull out our phones and be like, <laughs> yeah, the answer's cheese. Unless she creates a new one on the spot. And then you be fucked. And then I, I'm like, well, obviously that was a metaphor, so here's the answer. And here's why that's the answer. And whatever answer you had was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Logic her into her own destruction. Correct, yes. Alright, okay. I can dig it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I'd win, though. <laughs> just, you think you'd just get a no and she'd eat you? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he answered the riddle, which is really famous. It's that one about man and whatever. I, uh, yeah, if you really want to know and you don't know, you can go look it up. <laughs> uh... uh... Uh, but as he answered the question, she then was like, you are correct, and then proceeded to kill herself, which... She just vored her own head <laughs> off somehow. Uh, I'm, I'm not... Oedipus is just standing there, and he's like, well, guess I have a vore fetish now. <laughs> somehow that was goals. I don't understand. I think now you're projecting, Tyler. Huh? <laughs> Therapists don't project. What do you mean? So, uh, when he arrives at Thebes, he is welcomed as a hero, and with the, uh, and, uh, the king, having left, uh, had apparently been murdered by bandits. And, uh, so they're like, well, we don't have a king. This guy just saved our bacon. He's now king. It was just the people decided. Mm -hmm. So, he ends up going and marrying the, the recently widowed. Which is, that's really fucked up. Her husband was just murdered. Like, she didn't even finish crying before they gave her a wedding dress. Yep. Yep. Or it was one of those loveless marriages, but that's sad. Oh, it's like those religious people where it's like, this is my duty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> okay. I just scared myself. Okay, so some years later, uh, Thebes is suffering from a plague and famine, and nobody knows why. So Oedipus sends a servant to Delphi to figure out what's going on. Maybe they should stop going to Delphi. Go to another oracle. You mean what... Delphi, the millfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was... <laughs> that was good. Um... So, uh, they are told that Thebes suffers because the murder, uh, murder of Laius still hasn't been punished yet. And so Oedipus is just like, oh, perfect, we just have to find the murderer and get rid of him. And that will solve all our problems. This is great. This is, <laughs> uh, like, he, he's, like, so convinced that they're gonna find the killer, he, like, uh, he even puts up a proclamation stating, hey, if you know who the murderer is, make sure you drive him out of the city, We're, uh, don't give him any harbor or safety or any, uh, any of that sort of stuff. 
He puts on a detective hat, the slave who, like, one witness was like, well, he looked like this. <laughs> Hands him a mirror, and then he's just standing there, and he's like, hmm, whoever could that be? <laughs> I don't know this guy with a detective hat. <laughs> You're getting out of the story. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even think you realize Okay, <clears throat> so Oedipus actually summons Tiresias, who we've talked about before, but usually every time we've talked about him, he's already been dead. So he's actually alive in this one. Ah, da da! <laughs> yeah. uh, to see if he can reveal the identity of the killer. But uh, Tiresias comes into the room and he's like, no. <laughs> he just. <laughs> So Oedipus, of course, gets really mad at him. He's like, you need to tell me what's going on. And he's like, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want any part of this. <laughs> Y'all stupid as fuck. <laughs> uh, like, to the point that Oedipus accuses, is like, maybe you're somehow involved with the murder, and that's why you don't want to talk about it. And that finally pisses Tiresias off to the point uh, where he's like, it's like, all you have to do is look at yourself. <laughs> and you found the killer. And so he he sends him away. Because he's like, you're just crazy. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but this is mildly pissing me off. <laughs> I do apologize. No, no, it's okay. It's just, look in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Oedipus, uh, so Oedipus is talking with Jocasta, that's the name of the wife, oh. about what Tiresias said. She goes off on how oracles and seers know nothing, telling Oedipus about the prophecy that Laius would be murdered by his son, but uh, was murdered by a bandit right before Oedipus arrived. Oedipus goes cold <laughs> hearing this. Uh, and, uh, tells her about the uh, the prophecy that he had and uh, he also uh, has her summon the retainer that survived the bandit attack and tells her how he had gotten into a fight with a rude man on the road and killed him. So at this perfect moment, a messenger arrives from Corinth to tell, the, uh, tell that the king there has died. And Oedipus uses this as proof that er uh, oracles know nothing, but the retainer is the man who actually received Oedipus from the shepherd and gave him to the king. So he was like, nah, you... It, the whole conversation is just like, oh, wait, you left because you thought you were going to murder your father? Yeah, the king wasn't actually your father. He just raised you. That's, that's all. You're just, you know, <clears throat> adopted. Yeah, you're just adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Which mm. is kind of mean, yeah. It's like, it's like really. <laughs> yeah, that guy that just died that raised you from, you know, being a baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not your dad. <laughs> so, so uh, Oedipus and uh, Jocasta are getting more and more freaked out, and uh, Oedipus has Jocasta also summon the servant that was supposed to lead the baby on the mountainside. So, uh, the servant reveals that he actually gave the baby to a shepherd, 
and uh, Jocasta runs uh, runs to her room. Oedipus follows a, a couple moments later, but it's too late. Jocasta actually uh, killed herself when she realized what was what was up. Yeah. Hmm. Ask <laughs> quick. Do you think she ran in the room and then just ran off the ran out the window? Uh, she like hung herself. Damn, she knows how to make a noose that fast. <laughs> right? That's what I was thinking. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> so, huh. yeah. So all this, th- all these things come to light from all these servants that have been summoned all at the same time. It's like, you're not, weren't actually the, the birth child of the King of Corinth. You're... <laughs> You were actually this baby that was left on a mountainside. He takes off yeah. the detective hat and then looks in the mirror and goes, Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no, it was me all along. <laughs> so when Oedipus sees Jocasta and what she's done and he realizes that he has you know, what he's done. He's already, he's been there for years. He has four kids. So he picks up a very sharp object and, uh, he stabs his eyes out. Uh. (laughs) He, he just, he's like, I can't see this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty metal. But, so what you're saying is, is this is old timey cautionary tales of milfs. <laughs> That's yeah. Let's go with that. Well, I, I think the whole moral of the story for ye olden days was like, hey, you can't circumvent what the gods tell you. And like we've talked about in the past, every time somebody does, it makes it come true. It's like the entire process that they go to to avoid prophecy or fate is what causes it to happen (laughs) in the first place. Hmm. Uh, So uh, Oedipus stabs his eyes out and then abdicates the throne and Jocasta's brother becomes the king. Yeah. And everything lives happily ever after. Uh, sort. Well, it it doesn't get worse. I mean, like, uh, his two daughters, I guess, help take Go care to of therapy. him. <laughs> they, uh, they take care of him, and he actually lives for a while in the city until he's, and the people are really nice to him. But he's like, I I just can't. And he leaves. And one of the daughters goes with him. His two sons, they, I think they took off. Eventually one of them would raise an army to come back to try and take, take over the throne. Like one would try and then defend it from the, his brother trying to take over the throne. It's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's fun stuff. It's season three is what I'm hearing. <laughs> it's it's pretty short. Okay, so I like I like the uh MILF warnings. That's yeah. that's that's fun. So uh closing thoughts, questions, 
of this terrible story. I'm a MILF. Yeah, you are. Hmm. So is this a warning against you? Yes. <laughs> that's uh, it. That's all I've got. That's all you got. You know what? That's cool. All right. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to our show where we will be putting out weekly updates. We are currently available on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Outcast, Radio Public, Apple Podcast, and Anchor.fm. You can find us at our Instagram at Cute Podcast, our Twitter at Cute Podcast, our Facebook group, Keeping Up with the Pantheon. So we would love to hear from you to find out how to make this show better for your listening pleasure. You can also reach us at our email, keepingpantheons at gmail.com. Uh, if there is a cool or crazy mythological story you would like us to do an episode on, please shoot us a message and we'll see if we can get around to it. And remember, gods, gods are, are dicks. dicks. But so are oracles. 